Welcome to the Gamers Inn. Come on in, pull up a chair next to the fire. It looks like you've had a long journey. I'm your host, Jocelyn, and joining me as always is my co-host, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Jocelyn. Uh, We have just anchored, uh, and we are here to discuss the uh, nutritious value of leeches. How does that sound? <laughs> it sounds good. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we had our first, or I had my first extra live stream this past weekend on Saturday. Uh, we did a 12 hour marathon noon mm. to midnight. We went slightly past midnight, but uh, had a lot of fun, had a lot of fun. And part of that was surprisingly Sea of Thieves. Yes. It, okay. So we were talking about this pre-show and I think it, it's worth re-mentioning in the sense that I I tweeted this and I stand by it that I feel like Sea of Thieves is now at the top of my list of games I'm going to play during Extra Life with all my uh, my friends. And if you had gone back in time and told me that like a couple months ago when we were planning Extra Life, it, I would tell you you're crazy because I just bounced so hard off of Sea of Thieves when it launched. And mm-hmm. I, I was even skeptical on Saturday when we were like, oh, we're playing Sea of Thieves, but I saw how much fun you guys were having. I jumped in and it took me a while to kind of grasp the core concepts of the game because I hadn't played it in a year and a half. But there's like four or five hours of solid gold uh, in them there Twitch Hills uh, that you can check out. Um, I clipped the yeah, one think- thing, but man, there's so much in there, as Josh had mentioned. <laughs> yeah, I think Josh and I played uh, the longest. We mm-hmm. started playing at four o'clock. And we played Sea of Thieves almost through the whole rest of the stream because Josh had to go to work uh, just after 11 Mm o'clock. So I think we played uh, Dead by Daylight for about 45 minutes at the end. But yeah, we played a good solid seven, seven and a half hours of Sea of Thieves. And it was so much fun. I can't believe how much content they've added to the game now in terms of just like things to do that don't even necessarily involve the voyages. Like, there's so many random events. I mean, we got attacked by the Megalodon. We got attacked by, like, four Krakens. Yes. It literally, I had never seen the Kraken event happen, even though it is, it's been in the game since launch. I've never been attacked by a Kraken before. It happened to us multiple times. So... It was so much fun. We got attacked by Krakens and Megs. We got attacked by skeleton ships and they kicked our butts. Yeah. Um, it was it was really, really, really fun. Yeah. I had I had a great time. It was and I've played a couple more days since mm-hmm. then because we just had so much fun on Saturday. Um, my husband and I played again uh, a couple nights ago, and then you and I, Ryan, played again today because Sea of Thieves actually just launched their uh, October update. Nice. They've been on a third Wednesday of every month. They've been adding a new something, a new event or a new thing to do in the game. So they're on like a monthly update schedule now, which is a crazy fast like amount of content released. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was so much fun. So basically now it's a skeleton fort. They're updating the skeleton forts, which were originally added when the game was launched. But they're adding uh, more stuff now for, for skeletons. So... You, uh, you go and get voyages from Duke up in the tavern, and then you go and you kill big skeleton bosses that Ryan and I did, and then you get skulls you can sell for um, the special in-game currency, and you also can go and take on the new, um, oh shoot, what's it called? Fort of the Damned? Yeah, that's the title of the update, and, and we did find it. We didn't go to it because we were, we were a little because cautious. It, well, 
it's meant for many pirate crews to work together to defeat. Oh, so really? Oh, the, wow. Yeah, just the two of us in our little sloop is <laughs> probably not a good idea. <laughs> so how does that um, work? Like, uh, like, say we wanted to take on that fort, we would need we would need to gather like eight other players to to go with us. Well, basically, yeah. So mm. they introduced uh, what's called alliances, alliances or allegiances. Now I can't remember. I think it's alliances. And essentially, you can at the very top of your ship up in the crow's nest, you can choose to fly a flag and then other people in your area can then see that flag of, of, of alliance on the map. And then so you can fly that same flag and kind of like join a crew that's multiple boats. Now, the alliance can be broken at any time. So it's still kind of like a way to say, hey, we'd like to be friendly. Please don't shoot us. But they like the other crew can turn on you on a dime. Like, oh, I see. There's no mechanics in the game to say like, after you break the alliance, like you um, can't attack each other for five minutes or anything like that. It's literally like you can break the alliance and attack each other right away. So it's this like tentative, like, okay, truce, but I'm watching you. <laughs> yeah, like pirates. So, like pirates, yeah. Pirates, yeah. pirates do that. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's, it's the game's really, it's come a long way. There's a lot to it. And even when we were playing just like, 20 minutes ago, um, I started to realize what the normal sort of flow of the game is. Because when mm -hmm. we were, even though we played for quite a bit during Extra Life, it felt like we were just, we were just motoring. We were just going and we, whatever hit us, we, we encountered. I didn't feel like we were doing quests, although maybe that was just me kind of being dragged along. Because um, I was <laughs> learning as I went and I was... <laughs> you know learning how to bail and being yelled at about uh you know planks and bailing and all that fun <laughs> stuff which is great because if no one told me what to do i would i would be well i i would be lost i'd be playing the drum and uh just keeping everybody on point <laughs> um that was that was fun Jocelyn brings the drum out and everyone's like oof drum why what are you doing and then from then on it's just like man the drum's so great <laughs> <laughs> I am so frustrated with you guys. Oh my god. Because they're sitting there and I'm like, oh, they added the drum since the last time we played and I'm banging on the drum and I'm like, wow, it really adds something to this whole like orchestra and they're all like, the drum's stupid. I hate it. Why are you doing that? And then literally like right away everyone starts playing the drums and talking about how much it adds to the experience. I'm like, you guys are jerks. Yeah. And then we played tonight and it adds the banjo, which Yes, the banjo is new at this update. Oh, it's <laughs> Not so to mention good. Uh, skeleton pets. There's a skeleton bird and a skeleton monkey. So obviously I bought the skeleton monkey and named him Jack because I really like Pirates of the Caribbean because I'm a giant nerd. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I think he's he's adorable, the little skeleton monkey. And and, uh, and those are sorry, paid, right? The, the Yes, they are. Yeah. Okay. But they're fairly cheap in the world of cosmetics because like it cost me 500 of the um, cosmetic currency and I think um, I bought the biggest pack I possibly could and it was like 40 bucks for like uh, 4200 of the currency that's not bad uh, so which yeah so then I mean you're basically looking at like four to five dollars for uh, something that's not even just a skin, right? Because it like 
it'll interact with you. It'll run around your ship. You can carry it. You can pass it off to your friends. You can make a dance with the when like playing it music and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like it adds a little bit more functionality than just straight up like a new pair of boots or something. Yeah, like and that's the thing. I would probably not purchase uh, with real money. Purchase like clothing because I yeah. I never see it. I mean, I, that was the first comment I made when I came in is I didn't customize my character at all. So I came in, <laughs> you know, default. Uh, we won't get into how I describe myself. Uh, <laughs> started off on a good foot. Um, but those pets are really cool. I think George the parrot, uh, Kearney's yes. parrot, was was a fixation of mine. And I, I remember how depressed I got when I couldn't get him to dance because he only responds to when his owner is playing a, an instrument. I thought that yep. was... It was a big bummer, but um, I need to look at those and, and probably pick up one of those pets because honestly, that's it sounds so simple, but in yeah. the grand scheme of things, when if you're playing by yourself, I can understand how a lot of the stuff we're describing sounds monotonous and just not very interesting. But when you add the dynamic of three other people or even one other person and you're sailing the seas and you're coming across these events... I think it just it really builds up and it's it's just a a building of interesting things that continue to happen and some of the most fun I had playing the game during extra life was definitely the megalodon shark attacking yeah and someone I won't name who wedged our <laughs> ship in between like three of these rocks so the shark is just like well, great, you're cornered I'm just gonna come at you and I, I made the fun joke of uh, we're caught between a shark and a and a hard place which we were <laughs> and uh i remember josh who got separated from us was on a small rowboat with a complete stranger who happened upon us while we were on an island and and he was friendly obviously it was just this one other guy and we we weren't going to be dicks and take him out we kind of let him tag along a little bit so he well, yeah because okay he came up behind us and right. then said like let's go to the outpost and so we were like okay we'll help you we'll escort you we're a big galleon you're a little solo sloop like yep. sure and that's when we got bombarded by the meg and i was just like no <laughs> i think josh <laughs> went overboard yeah josh went overboard well our ship sank oh, right, right, the right. first time and then we went to go by I think Josh took whatever treasure he could find as the ship was sinking, threw it in the rowboat, and then was just floating around in a rowboat while we were trying to get a new ship and go back and get him. So he was sitting there the whole time with his complete with the, stranger. With a random dude, because the stranger got sunk as well. And oh, they were God, talking so back funny. and forth, and Josh was saying, like, should we go in there and help? It's like, dude, we're just in a rowboat. It's a giant <laughs> shark. What are we going to yeah, do? <laughs> Oh, man. It was yeah. honestly, again, very surprising how much fun it was. And I know a lot of people are like, see, I told you, see if these is fun. Um, and, and I've just it's been definitely come. And I know I've mm -hmm. said this a few different times over the intervening months since it launched, but it really has come a very, very, very long way from the game that it launched as. It even has, I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this before, but part of this update as well was an update to the arena, which is basically like, there's uh, four teams in the arena. You basically go and try to collect as much treasure as you can within the time limit, and everything that you turn in gives you points towards your arena score. Oh, okay. So 
they added this PVP arena. It's a very, very small amount of space and uh, everything is like flagged for the different teams and stuff. And they just added the ability to take a sloop team in. So before it was just teams of four on galleons, but now they've made an arena for sloops as well. So that was in this update as well. Hmm. So there's really like, there's multiple game modes now. There's different things that you can do. There's uh, five total um, reputations that you can level up instead of just the original three. And I found we had the most fun, like not even following voyages. We were just like running around and finding messages in a bottle and getting those quests and just kind of following the shinies and experiencing the big events like the Kraken and like the Megan stuff. And it was so much more fun than like go to outpost, pick up voyage, propose voyage, get treasure chest, go mm -hmm. back to outpost, buy voyage, propose voyage, on and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. So just the ability to explore the world and play how we wanted to play, but then also find things that went towards our, you know, merchant alliance or gold hoarders or whatever, like went towards those reputations was way more fulfilling than the old gameplay loop. So mm -hmm. I had a ton of fun. And if anyone is interested in playing Sea of Thieves, uh, do hit me up. We still have a Shipwrecks and Shanties area of the gamers in Discord. So oh, yeah. I've been playing quite a lot. If anyone else is interested, uh, then just let me know because it's super freaking fun. Yeah, and easy enough to get in because it is available on the PC Game Pass or the Xbox Game Pass, and it's cross-platform. So all you need is to friend uh, somebody on with their Microsoft account, and then you can play. And it's been super easy. I mean, I turned my computer on, and I saw there was an invite waiting, and I'm like, I wonder if that's left over from the weekend because we had to send a couple invites just to get going. But no, it turns out Jocelyn has just sent one while I was booting my computer up and she saw I was online and I was just like, you know what? I was going to play a different game to talk, like to get more time in it, to talk about it tonight. But you know what? I kind of want to play Sea of Thieves. And uh, it's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. And I'm really glad because Rare is one of my favorite old school developers. And I know they've changed a lot over the last two decades, but this feels like a rare game and i finally feel what they were saying and that like rare's back this is a rare game and it's there it's all there and and it's not just because they added a banjo it's because of all the other stuff uh, in the, in <laughs> but the also game. kind of the banjo <laughs> it's kind of the banjo uh because it, it really completes completes the picture and we were just having a lot of fun and we uh we even you even left your game on right now let's do a check are you are we still are, are we still alive how's our ship i game? am still alive Perfect. i'm actually uh currently sitting between two outposts but i'm in a whole bunch of rocks and i'm tied uh, pretty close to uh the rock so i don't think very many people can see me okay uh, at least there's no reason for anyone to sail near me right now other than the fact that i'm between two outposts but uh there is a sloop that has spawned at one or sorry no a galleon that has spawned at one of the outposts so we'll have to see if they actually see me if they come this way i might have to run right because we <laughs> found some some treasure maps uh we did we got part way through the mm -hmm. uh this the new skull event 
So uh, I didn't want to log out and then uh, lose my treasure map. So I'm sitting here on my ship while we record, trying not to be murdered. <laughs> well, essentially, we map them out. We knew we know where they are. We just got to go get yeah, them. Yeah, I just and... have to go get them. So, I mean, even if somebody finds me and sinks my ship, it's not the end of the world. I just can't log out because then I'll lose my voyage progress. And mm -hmm. that is kind of unfortunate. Oh, and Jack is sleeping under the map table right now. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> oh, Jack. Oh, Jack. <laughs> I, yeah. So again, like I think with Sea of Thieves, it's uh, it's definitely made it to the top of the list uh, for Extra Life and any other, you know, game sort of evenings, I suppose. But you yeah, know, Dead well, by the other thing well. too. Yeah. The other thing, too, with Sea of Thieves and all these monthly updates that they've been doing with these events is that once the event is over, the content isn't gone. So right mm -hmm. now you have voyages that you do that like send you out to see the new content. So after the event is over, those voyages will go away. But the actual like skeleton fort that it's sending you to and all these skeleton captains and stuff, they stay in the game. So very much like when they had the event, uh, I can't remember what it was, maybe Forgotten Shores, I think. Anyways, the ghost ship event. Mm -hmm. So they had a ghost ship event that would send you out to try to find the ghost ships and go through and do these events. But... Now that that event is over, that was, you know, it might have actually been last Halloween when they did the ghost ship event. But uh, now that the event is over, you can just randomly while you're sailing around be ambushed by ghost ships. And at night, you can actually see them sailing around. So the ghost ships are still in the game, even though the event is over. So whatever like the big boss is like put into the game for an event remains afterwards so you can still and because of these other factions that they've entered into the game and these other currencies and stuff you can earn there's a reason to keep doing them over and over mm -hmm. when for instance the megalodon was first introduced into sea of thieves once you killed one the first time that was it but now there's commendations you earn currency you get meat that you can cook so cooking's in the game now fishing's in the game now there's just it's a very robust title and i really encourage people that if they haven't tried it in a long time give it another look like I, ryan <laughs> i just remembered so uh, you mentioned fishing and and there's a the twit is i spent time i've never done this before i spent time going through a 12-hour stream to find one specific instance of a hilarious moment uh, and i clipped <laughs> it and i will link it in the show notes so people everyone should go watch it it was put in the discord as well so basically jocelyn was fishing and she would put it's because i had just realized yeah. that you could fish that that a fishing rod was present in my inventory mm -hmm. so yeah and you put leeches <laughs> on the fish I was so proud <laughs> and just so proud running around the the you're running around the the galley and saying like oh look at i got leeches leeches and then i i was able i noticed a couple times i was able to grab them off the fishing uh line so i grabbed the leeches <laughs> and jocelyn's like where'd my leeches go and i ate them <laughs> and and then I started to laugh because of course I stole her leeches and I ate them. And <laughs> and then I started to get real sick and just puke all over the ship. And Josh is freaking out because he's like, look, he's turning green. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean he's turning green? <laughs> <laughs> Not once, but twice. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was a really oh, good time. So, again, so I like if you guys haven't watched it, the VOD is available over on Twitch. Like I said, Ryan has clipped some stuff. I'll probably go back and clip some stuff. And, uh, yeah, maybe we'll make like a sea of thieves compilation of hilarious extra life moments uh but yeah it was a lot of fun you guys should again go check it out uh ryan do you have anything else to talk about before we move on to our news this week 
Yeah, so the game I was going to play tonight before uh, before recording that I've been playing, you know, on and off for the last couple of days is Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Um, last week I sort of shared the wonderful news that I had forgotten to cancel UPlay Plus <laughs> after the after the uh, uh, the free trial, and you know I figured, oh, this isn't a big deal because I get to try a new game because of my mishap, and I get to play Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Now, this is the spiritual sequel to Ghost Recon Wildlands, which was a game that everyone said was really good, but I never got into, and then I think they gave it away for free at some point. Still never played it. Um, But I played The Division uh, and The Division 2, and I really liked those experiences. Now, the thing about Ghost Recon is that that's the part of the the game title that doesn't mean anything anymore because there's a lot of different ghost recon games um breakpoint wildlands uh division splinter cell they're all very different in the type of gameplay they're presenting so when i came into breakpoint it was pretty jarring because the last ghost recon game games that i played and enjoyed were the division and the division two so Breakpoint is kind of like a tactic. It's a very tactical game where you're 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 making every decision you can to to properly progress through uh, your every encounter. Um, so I chose to go as the the Panther class, which is like a stealth class, and there are other classes like medic and assault and sort of. Um, there's one other one probably like shotgun or some something some or gadget guy i, I don't know i i <laughs> gadget I, told, guy. <laughs> I yeah go go gadget <laughs> go go gadget drone um so i i went with the panther one the stealth one because i figured i'm probably going to be playing this solo as i check it out for the next couple weeks uh or uh, i guess in this instance the next couple days and i don't know there's something about it it's just i don't think it's for me uh it, again like it's very tactical like i'm not that kind of person to to figure out an encounter and then you know action it exactly as i planned because it's very much you against the world when you come into this world the story's ridiculous like there's this island and the best way i can put it is it's owned by the you know facebook like the facebook company but it's not called facebook but facebook makes oh, drones okay <laughs> right it, it's called like skell or something or I don't know. It, it's just easier. It's Facebook. And they, <laughs> they own the island. They buy this island and they say like, hey, we're, this is paradise. So everyone who comes here, we'll, you know, we have a sustainable economy. We have all this. We have uh, all the food you could want. And everybody works to, to help out. And that's all fine. Like that's not where it goes off the rails because you know it does because that's it's obviously yeah. otherwise yeah. it wouldn't be a game exactly everything just was fine <laughs> yeah hey guess what guys everything's fine uh game over um no <laughs> basically what what happens is uh the whole island is then taken over by some you're, you're trying to figure out what happened but i'm pretty sure it's like some milit you know uh military contractors taken over and they want the island for themselves you know terrorists yada 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 and they start using the technology that this company had made to to create like weapons and drone like attack drones that's a big thing like drones there's like attack drones there's like swarm drones there's drones everywhere and they're super annoying uh you also get a drone so you get to like you get to so when i mentioned it being tactical like you can you can launch your own drone and survey like a like an area to determine who's there and who i gotta kill and and the best approach uh, available 
but there's also like different guns like so every gun you're getting there's upgrades and there's attachments and there's different types of guns and there's different type of gear and it's just a lot and i'm not like really into sort of like drilling in to every little option um it's just not my style like it's just too much for me specifically plus it's a huge world like it's a huge open world I'm more used to the like the smaller worlds where you, you can walk from one end to the other in a pretty manageable sort of path. But this one is uh, very similar to, well, a very large open world. I'd probably compare it to, you know, the Witcher series, which is a very dense open world. Um, and there's a bunch of missions. It's throwing everything at you all at once. It is very overwhelming. Uh, so again, I, I feel like Ghost Recon Breakpoint isn't really for me but i know there are people out there that will really love this um but there's just something about it it's it feels like it focuses a lot on the mechanics as opposed to you know what i look for in a game which is like story and mission quests that are entertaining this feels more like we've created a playground for you and it's very much like a tactic tactic shooter type thing and if you're not into that i think that's where you're going to bounce off it and um, I never really played a lot of the Ghost Recon games, but again, I I might as well have checked it out because <laughs> my subscription continued, right? Yeah. So it made <laughs> so sense. Might as well, yeah, exactly. I wanted to try Get it out. Get some, some use out of it. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if I'll play much more. Again, like the story doesn't, it's not very interesting. You know, you're trying to, I don't know, solve this island's problems. Uh it's really hard to tell like they they introduce a sort of mechanic where you're investigating and you're finding clues but you're just finding clues that are like yeah that's the bad guy well of course it is that's the bad guy <laughs> he's the guy who came in and shoot all your friends like he's the bad guy um but yeah i'm probably being pretty reductive here but again i think it's more about like you playing in the world than the story the story doesn't need to matter they created a story so you can have the guy who plays the punisher with huge earlobes come in and he's the bad guy and then there's like the weird facebook dude who sounds an awful lot like troy baker and every other like third grunt sounds like troy baker so it's more about the playground i think that they're setting up here and and people who like want to consider bullet drop are going to be into this because it's got a lot of that <laughs> but that's that's well, sort of what yeah, i'm thinking it, it doesn't really sound like it's my jam either <laughs> no exactly and i although i'm pretty sure you play might be one of the subscriptions that i have i don't know i have to go check what it's 20 bucks a month jocelyn <laughs> i know but this is the problem is like oh, okay so i realize i have very very bad money habits but mm -hmm. literally i just basically um set things up so that they automatically come out of either my paypal yeah or my visa and then i just make sure there's always money in my paypal <laughs> for like incidental things so I, I always have some money sitting in paypal i also get paid through paypal for most of my jobs so i usually take out a big chunk at the beginning of the month that's like my paycheck air quotes for the month and I leave some money in there so that, you know, like incidental things that I forget that I sub to don't, you know, throw mm. me into the negatives. And then all I end up doing is at the end of the month, whatever money I have left over goes towards, you know, paying my debt. So some of it goes like to the visa or the, you know, like whatever step my student loan, like 
my uh, RRSP, basically whatever money I have left over at the end of the month, I just throw into those places. So I don't ever (laughs) pay really close attention to what's coming and going. And like, I just, I don't know. I just (laughs) just cancel it as soon as you subscribe because you get the month. Yeah. And you don't need it to continue worst case scenario if you're like oh i want to play this game oh i forgot i canceled my subscription well great i'll just click this and then i'll be back in yeah but yeah the other thing about i'm I'm really bad i'm so bad i know and again like i canceled as soon as i i realized what had happened but you know ghost recon breakpoint i didn't play it multiplayer it definitely has a lot of that it's got a lot of pvp a lot of co-op Uh, So I will say that right off the bat that I did not check that out. And that could be what makes or breaks this game. But in the Division 2, I had a lot of fun on my own. I think it's just a difference of gameplay that that is not my jam. Because like you said, the tactics of this game probably wouldn't click with you. And it definitely isn't, you know, clicking with me. Like I, I think when I last played, I was going up against an encounter, which was me against like 15 other guys. And I tagged everybody. I brought my drone up in the air. I figured, okay, there's rocket launchers in the towers. There's these guys. There's those guys. These are the crates I want to get for gear. I go in. I get through all the whole thing. And then someone sees me. So it's very stealth-based as well. So once someone sees you, they raise the alarms. They call in reinforcements. And then you're struggling to kind of take the location while having all these dudes come after you. And you die. And it's like, well, I got to do that all over again, which is super Mm -hmm. frustrating for me. Whereas if I was playing multiplayer, I probably could have died and then someone could have come and revived me and, and gone from there. So yeah, maybe the multiplayer would have added an extra layer to it. Similar to our discussion about Sea of Thieves, it's definitely not as fun on your own, but with other players, it's more satisfying and you know, uh, you're able to uh, accomplish more. You know, yeah. So I feel like maybe I'm missing that, but again, like when it comes to sort of the story quests they're they're a little bland um but the shooting is fun like it it, it feels good so if that's what you're looking for i i certainly recommend checking it out but you got to know what you're getting into and it is ghost recon it's very feels very much like those old school ghost recons that third person sort of uh zoomed in look um like a traditional third person action game nothing like gears it's more you know, uh, it's it's very. It reminds me a lot of Metal Gear Solid Five a little bit. Okay. Um, so if you like that one, if people like that one, I think this one is the next sort of step. So uh, just make sure you cancel your subscription. You know. <laughs> well, I'll make sure I check after the show. <laughs> uh, if you guys would like to support our Extra Life campaign this year, you can head to bitly slash TGI Extra Life 2019. That's where we had a whole bunch of fun this past mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, the next stream coming up is going to be Saturday, October 26th. Again, that's twitch.tv slash Joss Plays. So go and check that out. Um, I'm not sure. Ryan, are you going to be joining me at all on the 26th? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, I had I a great sure. time and I would not miss it. I will definitely be jumping in uh, later in the evening around 8 o'clock for sure. Yeah, there is there is a Dead by Daylight event going on uh, at the time. But um, I, don't, I think what I'm going to do is just play Killer from now until then. Because I think my survivor rank is like 13 or something right now. Mm-hmm. So that might allow us to get some uh, some killers who are a little bit lower level for you instead of the killers that we were getting over the weekend. So we got some uh, the Halloween event we played. Was, that was uh, yeah, that was, that was weird. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so Dead by Daylight has the event going on. We're going to play a lot of Dead by Daylight because obviously we're coming up on Halloween. So um, I'm going to try to basically play whatever multiplayer games I can find that have Halloween events going on. So right. if you guys have any suggestions, uh, do send them to us in the Discord. You can get to the Discord by going to bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Uh, that brings us to our topic of the week this week, or well, our news this week. We got a, we got a couple of pieces of news here. So Fortnite shut down completely <laughs> yeah. literally blew up the world and then streamed at, to a stream that millions of people watched mm-hmm. of just a black hole it it's, was ridiculous <laughs> i okay so i had i did a bit of research on this in that i talked to a uh, to a young person whoa um, yeah you I talked know. to a youngin <laughs> i did so uh at work we have a we have students that work with us and uh this this student i know he plays the Fortnite. i joke about <laughs> it i say like make sure you save some of your uh paycheck for those v bucks um i'm real old uh anyways <laughs> i was like i don't even know what that means so <laughs> uh, i guess i'm not that old yeah, uh, you're, I am clearly much older than you. <laughs> I played a little bit of Fortnite, so I, I think I, I kind of, I, I remember that. But you've got your street cred. <laughs> I got, yeah. Well, I mean, I know enough that I can say like, yeah, go to Twisted Tower. But now I got to start all over because they completely blew the map up. So I was talking to uh, my student. I said like, hey, uh, this Fortnite thing. <laughs> great, great way to start the conversation. Uh, he's like, he rolls his eyes. But then I say, oh, I, I saw it shut down, and that was a big deal. And then he, he was saying, like, yeah. And I asked him how Chapter 2 is. That's what they're calling it. And he says, it's really great. The new map means a lot. But he was talking about how when the game, I didn't realize it went down for two days. He said it, it did. Was, yeah. yeah. He said it was down for two days. And these, these kids were actually, and I'm sure it's like a, a minority of kids that are playing the game that actually felt withdrawal as they're watching this Twitch stream. And I'm sure there are, are cases out there where people did that. But he was saying people he knew were, were sitting there like wanting to play Fortnite and it was down for two days. And that's kind of insane that to, to take one of the most popular games right now and, and take it down for two days, the amount of money they probably lost out on that they would have got just by keeping the game running. Well, but do they actually lose out on it though? Because I, don't know. I mean, I saw that Lady Gaga tweeted, "What's a Fortnite?" So I mean, <laughs> like it's it's getting so much more attention and stuff by like mm-hmm. by doing what is essentially a publicity stunt, right? Yeah. Oh, it's definitely <laughs> it a worked. publicity stunt. It definitely worked. <laughs> whoever pitched this, whoever came in and said, "Hey, let's shut this game down for 2 days." And man, I hope people got... There was some interesting things about Epic Games and Fortnite. There was a lot of like talk about burnout and like employees being, you know, run down in development. And the reason I bring that up is I wonder if they gave people like a full day off, like the whole team, just like, great work on Chapter 2. We're going to deploy it in two days. We don't need to worry about looking at the servers because we're literally going to shut the game down for two days. Everyone, let's go. Just take a day off. Like everyone go home. And I'm, I'd be curious to see if they did that. I mean, they're probably working on getting ready to launch Chapter 2. But it's kind of insane that they took the game down for two days. That's mind-boggling. Um, and what they brought back with Chapter 2, a whole new map. So again, when I talked to the kids, uh, <laughs> they, they said that people were dropping into this, the first Fortnite map uh, for about two years. So the fact that there's this brand new map and it, it completely replaces the other map. The other map is not yeah, there. The other map's gone. Yeah, it's gone. 
Um, and you can play this new chapter two map. There's there's boats, there's fishing. Uh, there's a lot more to it than what was there before. And I kind of dig that idea of just blowing up the first map and just servicing your core you know, audience by saying, hey, you've played this for two years. It's deleted. You know, they can bring it allows them to bring it back, you know, at a future event to say, hey, we fixed the other map and it's back now for a limited time like that. That's huge. Right. But the fact that you can take something away and just say, no, it's gone. And suddenly you get to play this whole new map and the whole the whole audience of this game suddenly has to learn all the tricks and trades like this is the perfect time to jump into fortnite because everyone's on from a map standpoint they're you know they're at the same on an equal playing field yeah but i mean i I guess people could probably still like build (laughs) literal towers around me (laughs) so well yeah that's the thing the building hasn't changed right but they did change up some um some of the weapons they they took some stuff out and brought it back to kind of the more original weapon set so a lot of people were pretty stoked about that too because I guess apparently it had really gotten out of hand with the weapons that they'd added to the game. So they kind of stripped it back to like the sniper rifle, the auto rifle, and the shotgun and a pistol sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, I think it sounds like, because again, I don't play Fortnite, but um, it sounds like they've kind of walked it back in terms of power levels. So Yeah, it's neat. I'm really happy to see that they've, uh, been able to reinvent it and they're still the biggest game on the planet and uh, that's insane i mean they literally made it into a marvel movie so i think that means that means something they didn't create some fake video game for uh end game they just literally put fortnite in there which i think is kind of fun <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> so uh on top of fortnite blowing things up and going down for two days to launch chapter two uh riot talked about a lot of stuff that they're going to be launching this was at their 10th anniversary uh, celebration which was yesterday and they talked about basically making all of the games <laughs> just yeah. all of them everything if it's a game type riot's making it now Except an MMO. <laughs> well, so far, I think they so far, yeah. <laughs> they teased some interesting things too that that wasn't really announcements, and I think one of those was uh, an online experience, uh, a co-op online experience. So not maybe not MMO, but you know, getting there, you know. Um, but the stuff that they announced is just insane. Um, so obviously, Riot Games, known for League of Legends, and oddly calling themselves Riot Games and only having one game for a very long time. And then you reminded me that uh, Team Fight Tactics, that's been around, what, for a year? I don't... Uh, not even. Uh, Team Fight Tactics might only be about six months old. Hang on, let me see. Yeah, because it's the auto chess game that they made. and Yeah. I didn't even know anything about it until basically this, this five-minute video they released about all the different projects they're working on. Um, but yeah, the Team Fight Tactics, I guess the first little bit of news was that they're going to get 50 new units with set two, whatever that means. Again, I've not played <laughs> Team Fight Tactics. You're probably going to learn a lot. You're probably going to learn that Joss and I don't know much about League of Legends or, or no. Games. And so, yeah, the thing about Team Fight Tactics is it's from the same. It's in the same genre as Auto Chess. It's basically Riot's take on Auto Chess. And I never played Auto Chess. I know a lot of people who are into Hearthstone really like it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really get into it. I tried watching some streams. I didn't get it, so I just didn't play it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, t- uh, 
I swear to it. I swear Teamfight Tactics only just launched like within the last. I can't find a launch date, but it's not that long ago. It feels like the auto chess phenomenon kind of caught on earlier this year. Yeah. And I mean, I did play uh, Dota Under Underlords or Underworlds or their version of auto chess. And it's not. Uh, okay. Really Full funny. release was June 25th. So, yeah, like four months ago. So up until four yeah. months ago, they really did only have one game. Uh, they're building out teamfight tactics and that they are going to be adding more units and it's supposed to be coming to mobile phones. I think you can sign up for the the beta on Android right now, but some of the other stuff they talked about, like Legal, League of Legends is coming to consoles and mobile as Wild Rift. So that sounds like sort of a take on League of Legends, but made so you can actually enjoy it on a console. So I'm guessing it'll be separate from the League um experience like you won't be playing against pc players no no but you know mobas on consoles are pretty cool i played one on the phone pretty recently and then a couple years ago and then it launched on switch and i was kind of excited by that and it is a more simplified version of a moba but it is really cool to play it on a big screen tv but it's it's not the it's not the same in in you know the scale and scope of like all the abilities and the skill shots and stuff yeah but it is neat for sure uh, so yeah, they so they did announce the update to Teamfight Tactics. They also announced just literally like all the games. So they're <laughs> coming out with a fighting game. They're coming out with a card game. The card game is in closed beta right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've seen a whole bunch of my Hearthstone pros who are like in, I think it's called Runeterra or Legends of Runeterra, something like that. Yeah, Le- Runeterra must be like the world of league Possibly? of legends again folks uh if the Fortnite play, conversation yeah. didn't uh, irk <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> or the ghost recon conversation didn't i mean people probably stop listening if they were uh, yeah at least we knew sea of thieves yes <laughs> at least we knew about that yeah, yeah. But, yeah but so there's a lot of yeah what legends is this of- legends of runeterra because I, I it looks like the most polished experience that that riot showcase and i and i have to say well, this is the one this is the one that is in closed beta it's, now it's, so this yeah, is the one that's go. that's ready to be played this isn't the one that they're like oh hey we're we're doing a thing and it's coming soonish and you know here's some quick screenshots and and promo materials and whatever like this is actually playable now in closed beta so it's a it's card game it's uh cool. very like similar to hearthstone I haven't really seen too much of it. Like, I haven't uh, watched any streams or anything. I'm not even 100% sure if you can stream it or if the closed beta is in, um, like, under NDA. I should probably just check Twitch and see if there's a Legends of Runeterra chat. Um... Oh, my God. What category? Wow, that was that was way harder to find that word than it should have been. But, uh, yeah, so basically... They are creating this and they've said that they don't necessarily want to say it's going to be an esport from the get go. They right. say if it's going to be an esport, they want it to grow organically. So we'll have to see because it is it is a competitive collectible card game. Um, it's just that it's right now in its own ecosystem. It's not meant to be an esport. But I mean, if Hearthstone because Hearthstone had a similar outlook when it Mm -hmm. first came out they never knew it was going to be an esport you can kind of tell (laughs) they were just making a fun card game oh yeah yeah because it was it was solely 
No, yeah, it was PC, but it was it was very much a smaller, probably their first small experience that they released. It kind of was like so <laughs> when Hearthstone came out, it was the first one out of the big three, right? So mm-hmm. it was the next new thing that they were doing. Uh, it came out before Heroes came out. It came out before Overwatch. So Hearthstone was very much a small team doing something cool like Blizzard does. And they were like, because they have like small teams working on stuff all the time. And now like, obviously not very many of those experiences ever see the light of day. So Hearthstone was one of those kind of pet projects. Mm -hmm. And when they actually showed it at E3, I think was the first time anyone saw it. Everyone was like, this is really dumb. What the hell is Blizzard doing? (laughs) And so it was very much a passion project and they ended up launching it. And then people bent over backwards to try to figure out how to make competitive tournaments in it. And that's how the esport grew. And it seems like Riot is saying they want this Legends of Runeterra to take the same sort of route as Hearthstone did. But I think at the same time, they're probably sitting back at Riot headquarters being like, of course, this is going to be an eSport. Yeah. Of course. Well, they've got <laughs> like, a built-in... If Hearthstone in... did it, then obviously, yeah, they have a built-in um, fan base. Mm-hmm. Very, very similar to uh, World of Warcraft and Hearthstone, like that relationship there. People who play League of Legends are going to know all the characters in Legends of Runeterra. They're going to know everything about like how powers work and all that. Basically, all the relationships that we as Warcraft players had with the characters in Hearthstone that exists they they have that audience so mm-hmm. i think uh riot is making a really good move here i think it's very smart i don't know if i will play it because um i have <laughs> i have a very not a very limited game time but i have a lot of boxes i have to tick every week in terms of like making sure that i'm staying up to date with all of these games because mm-hmm. everything's a game as a service now right so staying up to date with everything that i have to stay up to date with in order to cover it on all the shows that i do um I basically have room for like one MMO and one card game and one single player experience and one multiplayer experience. That's pretty much it. (laughs) So even right now with like uh, Sea of Thieves and Dead by Daylight, I'm like, oh my God, how do I fit both of these into my schedule? (laughs) Like (laughs) you plan for five extra life events. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I, uh, I think what needs to be noted about the card game is, and again, you brought up Blizzard, because how can you not when you talk about a card game? Um, I, I meant Royal. You, well, not, they have not just the most. You, but <laughs> no, but they like they have the most successful yeah. uh, CCG out there right now. Magic is giving them a run for their money. Uh, Artifact came out and fell flat on its face. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's there have been other options, but nothing that's ever uh, Eternals. Another one. Uh, ESO has their own card game. Gwent is obviously out there, but none of them have ever really taken a chunk out of Blizzard's business. So I think that given everything that we just said about people who play League of Legends being familiar with the characters, like Riot already having a very large audience, mm-hmm. and the fact that you know Blizzard is making some uh, mistakes in—I I mean, you c- basically you can't say 2019 has been a good year for Blizzard. They have pissed off the community mm-hmm. left, right, and center. And so I think Riot is in a really good place now to capitalize on that. I think obviously they've been they've had this in the works for a while, but I think you know 2019 is probably the best time for them to to you know go after this market because yeah. a lot of people left Hearthstone. 
they were very, very stale in 2018. A lot of people walked away. 2019 for Hearthstone specifically has been a really good year. The game itself is in a really good place. It's really fun. They're doing a lot of things that are experimental and stuff they've never done before as a result of listening to the community. So Hearthstone itself as a game is in a really good spot. But they just lost so many people in late 2017 and through 2018 that I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of those people found a home in something like a League of Legends card game. Mm -hmm. and and the great thing is here so there's no blind boxes in uh legends of runeterra craft everything so earn cards for free as you play or buy exactly what you want in the store you're in control of your collection and i think which is really interesting yeah because um artifact kind of played around with this a little bit but they never really hit the nail on the head so they had a combination of um like blind loot boxes or packs or whatever you want to call them that then you could uh, put up for market on like an auction house essentially. And then I could go into the auction house and buy for my currency, the card that I wanted. And so now it sounds like riot is being like, just forget that completely. We'll just put a, a value on the cards and you can just go and buy them straight up. And I imagine the currency you use to buy the cards will be a currency that you'll buy for real money. And then, you know, you can buy as much or as little as you want, or you can earn, we'll just call it gold for the sake of consistency between many different video games. Mm -hmm. But let's say it's gold. Um, So you can earn gold by playing the game, or you can fast track your collection by buying piles of gold through their store, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and Again, I haven't played it. It's in closed beta, but... It's closed, so I haven't played. I haven't even honestly tried to figure out how to play it. So yeah, well, it it seems like you said it seems like the most far along project, and that it is in closed beta. And the rest of the products they announced are being targeted at in twenty twenty. There's I think one or two of the ideas that they have announced um, that are probably farther out. But the interesting mm-hmm. thing we brought up Blizzard. We brought up Blizzard having a rough twenty nineteen. Um, what Riot did is essentially what Blizzard is going to do in a couple weeks, which is put out a five minute. Now, they they prolong it, obviously, and it's an hour, <laughs> but they <laughs> can easily condense all of their announcements at BlizzCon into a five minute video and probably have a similar effect to what Riot has just done in the sense that Blizzard has many teams working on many projects in varying degrees of uh, ready for release and um I feel like yeah, they could and do something that's similar. essentially uh, what BlizzCon opening ceremonies mm-hmm. are going to be, right? So, and it feels we'll have to weird. See what's actually coming? But. Yeah, it feels weird to say that out loud in the sense that people should probably understand that. But again, when new companies do this thing, uh, people act like it's kind of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that that people are doing this. Like, you know, Nintendo does this, PlayStation, Xbox are doing it now, where they save up their announcements. They, they release it during a time when nobody's talking about something else or a lot of people are talking about, you know, their competition in a very specific way. So yeah. this is a, a, a very smart way to sort of announce a bunch of projects. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and so the other projects, so we talked about Legends of Runeterra, which is the card game. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, League of Legends going to consoles and Team Fight Tactics getting uh, new units in an expansion type thing. And then on top of that, we've got a 2D fighting game mm-hmm. uh, called Project L 
then we've also got a tactical shooter. So that's going to be like a, a multiplayer competitive, I guess, probably like, would that be a COD competitor or would that be an Overwatch competitor? I like, think it's Overwatch um, okay. because they did announce it was like heroes based in the sense that okay. you're going to be having special abilities and stuff. But that one looks... Uh, looks a little rough. It's early. I mean, I certainly appreciate some of the companies that when they showcase their stuff, it's further along. This feels very, not very early, but sort of mid-level. I, I don't think it's an alpha yet, but um, again, like if you're a fan of Riot Games and you look at this experience, you're probably excited that you're going to be able to play your favorite heroes or your favorite developer's game in a new light, you know, in a mm-hmm. tactical shooter. Um but again, it didn't. It didn't look. It didn't look like it was for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's very much an Overwatch esque sort of experience. Um, but we'll probably learn more uh, next year. Yeah, you mentioned the fighting game. Uh, they also talked about a animated series called Arcane that is going to be featuring heroes from League of Legends and some sort of story format, I guess. Um, which is interesting. I feel like when they craft these worlds and they do these trailers to announce events and new heroes, you do get a sense of that personality of these heroes in those, those snippets of trailers, sort of like overwatch and how they do the character trailers and, and the, the story cinematics. Well, yeah. And it's funny because I mean, as much as, you know, they announced in the games world with the, this riot 10th anniversary event, Really and truly, what everyone has been kind of asking for from Blizzard over as kind of Warcraft has gone further and further down the cinematics route with all of their major story beats getting these amazing cinematics, people have been like, okay, so when can we get an actual like Warcraft movie? Mm-hmm. Like, when are we going to see, you know, a Warcraft TV show partnered with Netflix or something? And, you know, we want to see more of this, like, um, not, not the like, I guess, basically not the in-game cinematics, like, or not the uh, in-game models and stuff, not built on the engine, like the stuff that they do, like the fully animated um, cinematics. People are just like, can you please just do like an animated movie already or a TV show? And Riot's just like... Hey, yeah, that's a great idea. We're going to do that. But for, you know, League of Legends, obviously not for um, not for Blizzard properties. But but yeah, like they are definitely capitalizing on things that fans are calling for from their competitors and being like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a cool idea. Sure, we'll do that. Why not? Yeah. And I think uh, Blizzard is kind of behind the eight ball on the on the whole um, animated series thing. They should have capitalized on that a long time ago. Oh, yeah. And I mean, one would argue they have done that, but they just released them so sporadically that it doesn't feel like a series. It feels more like a, a trailers. Well, they, that's they, they kind are. of are, right? Yeah. They're, yeah. They basically use the game to fill in the gaps between their cinematics, and, and that's not an actual like narrative TV show, right? No. Like, yeah. So... Yeah, and the the cool thing is is that Riot Games over the last five or so years has gone on a, a hiring spree. Even people from Blizzard, you know, jumping over to Riot Games uh, to make these games, and they've done a lot of hiring. And it's really great to see these projects coming out and them not just being sort of behind the curtain sort of ex- experiments that they're working on. So I'm excited 
for those folks that are that are really into you know League of Legends, and it feels like to me similar to you know my experience with maybe Nintendo in the sense that anytime Nintendo announces a game, it's like oh I'm there. So if you're really into League of Legends. Uh, it sounds this like you've got a lot like, to look forward to. Yeah, this sounds. Like, this is probably like your Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and a lot. Christmas, oh man, birthday, and anniversary all rolled into one. <laughs> yeah, especially if you only celebrated, you know, your birthday every ten years, because again, yeah. <laughs> Riot Games hasn't released another game of this note uh, other than TFT. Yeah. Other than TFT, and again, I don't know much about it. I people refer to it as TFT, and I have no idea what that is. Um, and I think I just looked it up the other day because I finally got sick of people referring it just as the acronym. And I'm like, I'm going to look this up. What is this thing? <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it's a, it was really neat to see all these announcements. I totally didn't expect it. Uh, it came out of nowhere for me, at least. Yeah, I don't think anybody... Well, I mean, maybe people did because of the hirings. They expected Riot to do something you know, soon, but I don't know if they expected the 10th anniversary event to be so full of announcements of new games coming from the studio because, again, they haven't done anything in so long outside of TFT that it just, like, to, to announce so many new titles coming within the next kind of calendar year is very out of character for them so uh, we'll have to see how that goes going forward and see uh, if it can actually give some of its competitors a run for their money but uh, yeah so we'll we'll cover more of that as as the games are released but uh, i think that's pretty much going to do it for us tonight if you'd like to get in touch with the show you can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com. You can email the show at info at or you can hit us up in the Discord, bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You can follow us personally on Twitter. You can find me, Jocelyn at Joss Plays. Brian is there, Murphy. And don't forget to follow the show at The Gamers In. Thanks for staying at The Gamers In. Remember, tune in next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Also, not dead yet. I I have not been sunk. Yes. (laughs) Apparently, I found the best hiding spot on the map.